knucklehead, knucklehead, knuckle, 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 knucklehead, 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 knucklehead. We'll call it cock cab. <laughs> I just hit record on that. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what's up, guys, with the Knuckleheads podcast? I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater, and I don't know if that's going to stay in, but that's trademarked uh, Knuckleheads podcast. And I'm the fence rider. Welcome to the conversation. It's definitely going to get edited out. So you might want to re re say uh, or keep your idea so nobody steals it. Yeah, I'll keep let's keep that one because every time we come up with a good idea, the the spy satellites uh, steal our shit. You talk about doing the mask for a three D printing project, and two other channels pop it out. Yeah, that shit. Two, kill two, me. two other two other channels. So I hate that shit. I I hate. Granted, it you know it's a uh, a coinky dink, but oh that Actually, that grinds my gears. I don't think it's much of a, I don't think it's much of a coincidence as we think it is. Not that they're literally stealing our ideas, but everything we say is picked up by our computers and our phones. So if we say a specific thing, it catches these keywords and then they come up in your feeds and stuff like that. So it's kind of like these things kind of correlate and attract your attention to something that you kind of wouldn't be paying attention to. Yeah, but if you was using Apple, that wouldn't happen. In in your case though, what you're talking about it, the people that made the mask before I did, uh, that wouldn't I I already have them on my feed, so it's not like uh, like we follow their channels. Um, so in, in yeah, that situation, it was I think a coinky dink. But do you actively follow them or yeah? Like, do you watch every single video they pop out every week and check their shit constantly? Uh, I mean the the ones who made it, they don't do content every week, but. I, I I like all their uh, posts, like on Facebook. And then when I saw that, I was like, "Damn!" Anyway, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to all our uh, on our podcast on all the platforms. Buy our shit on Teespring. Uh, the this week there was like uh, a bunch of shit. I, dude, I've never had like I don't. How do you guys feel about UPS? <laughs> don't mind them. Um, they're mm-hmm. my they're my least favorite out of. I'd rather have FedEx than UPS. I fucking hate FedEx. I hate I US. Hate I hate USPS, but UPS is not. Uh... When I used to live on Ham Hamrod, I, I hated USPS, yeah, you, but US, I don't hate them anymore. The, the only biggest problem with US, USPS is not necessarily their fault. They suck so hard. It's just because the way that it's a government agency and it's the way it's run and Republicans have been hammering against USPS for, you know, 30 fucking years. Yeah, because I, I, no, UP- no, no. I think they're OK. I mean, they at least here in Queens, they they do a lot better, but it's also because they have the key to the house. Yeah, that's why you're you're golden before it was like, leave your shit on your stoop. Yeah. And during COVID, they're not allowed to really bring much back to the post office. So they're leaving stuff definitely like outside oh really that i didn't know i I wonder i don't think they have the keys to the to like the little lockbox that has your key inside of it i don't think i think that's only usps has those keys so maybe like yeah as well uh i think no i think it's um well unless our amazon packages because i do know that sometimes amazon um they deflect to usps to deliver stuff so unless it's they they're doing that. Some of my Amazon packages got left in, inside too, and there's yeah. no way to get in without that key. The, the digital version. The, this week, definitely UPS. Uh, I got it in both ends from Sprint and UPS. Uh, they it, Sprint. It's probably just karma. This is, everything's catching up to you, man. <laughs> For what? What I do? <laughs> well, You've been waiting too much. Yeah, all that debauchery you do. Apparently, try to be a better person, and I'm getting dicked in the mouth. The uh, I I bought a phone, and they won't let me check out. And I keep checking out; they won't let me check out. And it says your right? Yeah, on Sprint, it says your apartment or suite um, is not verified. So verified? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I, I I chat them. And they're like, oh, there's a bug on our website. So they said, uh, they said, we can help you with this. So I fucking go through all the steps. It was like 15 minutes. And then they go, okay, in order to complete your purchase, just call this number. 
and I call the number and the wait time is like 40 minutes. So I hit chat. I hit the chat and I was like, if I have to call, I'm not buying it. And I wanted to see, you know, call the bluff. And they were like, all right, have a good day. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, I I went into my settings or uh, not settings, the um, in your profile. And I uh, I right. deleted. So basically I, what, what I assumed it was. So a lot of this is my fault. Don't get me wrong. What I assumed it was is that when I went to click uh, an apartment and verify, maybe that didn't match the apartment that I had on my account, um, which I tried one. I tried two. That didn't work. So I yeah, deleted it still been the same building. Yeah. Which was what I thought. So I deleted the bill. The, I deleted the apartment number and it let me check out. And okay. when when UPS, it, it went out for delivery they they said there's gonna be uh, delays, but apparently it went out for delivery, and it went out for delivery yesterday. When it was supposed to. Yes, everything was on time, and then at like five fifty yesterday, uh, I, I checked the tracking because it said it, it lowered the the window was like eight to eight, and then it lowered to seven p.m. So it was like five fifty, and I'm like, all right, this shit ain't here yet, so it should be coming. So I kept ch- uh, checking the tracking often, and then it said. Uh, a, a bill, um, unable to deliver something? Yeah, an insufficient address, unable to deliver. Um, so it says uh, fix your address. So I hit fix, and then Who it said, said UPS, the, the tracking. So I went to hit the, you know, fix your... Because it, it tells you what's wrong, and then it says how to fix it. And I click it, I log in, which I fucking saved my UPS information on my phone somehow. Um, and then I, I log in, and then... I I I, ch- I fix everything, and then when I hit save, it says uh, cannot do this. Uh, this this option is unavailable. Contact sender. There are restrictions. So I'm like fuck. So I I call UPS and I'm like, hey, you know, here, here's the problem, and they go, oh, let me look into this. And basically, two different people on in UPS, I I told them the problem. I said what is happening, and they regurgitated the same error that they were getting. That I got. She was like, oh, it looks like there's restrictions on your package. Let me send you to the fucking this next dickhead. And I'm like, okay. And I tell the same person. She's like, oh, there looks like there's restrictions on your package. And I'm like, okay, so what do I do? So she's like, you have to call the the sender. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. I call Sprint. And she's they're like, oh, we can fix this. But it takes three days to, to update your address. And yeah, and I was like, "Yo, if you update my address and it takes three days, I'm sending the phone back." They said they they updated carrier pigeon. (laughs) So so she's like, "Oh no no, we we don't want you to send the phone back." She's like, "Let me see what else I could do." So the she sends me to another person, and this guy is like, "Oh, I can change it to pickup," and that normally takes less than twenty four hours. So I I set it to pickup, but the problem is you can't pick where they pick you pick. (laughs) <laughs> to pick it up. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't they have to do it at your nearest? That shit. They they sent me to the the Maspeth location. Oh, oh, wait, my bad. You're you're talking about UPS, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, the Maspeth location is the closest one. So it's like seven minutes from my job. Uh, so I go there, and to, to make it worse, it's it's fucking pouring, right? And Carlos is like, yeah, no problem. I, you know, I'll take you. Cool. Because it's on the way, literally. And I get out. And you, you've you been to the Maspeth location? Yeah. You you see, like, the parking you lot. You go up where, the stairs. It's, a, it's like a little-ass parking, parking area that dips, right? Well, no. So this one's not up the stairs. I had to go to the customer relations desk. So uh, it's like right. So as soon as you come in the, in the fucking uh, the gate, the door is right there, like legitimately like eight feet away. And there's a guy out there and he and he fucking yells at me. He's like, yo, 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 what are you doing? This Indian dude. And I'm like, what? What happened? And he's like, you have to follow the yellow uh, trail on the floor. The yellow brick road, bro. And I was like, <laughs> OK. And I, I was confused. And he's like, yo, you have to follow this. And he, he fucking sends me all the way, like, 25 feet the other Don't way, me around the booth, <laughs> to come back to this fucking door. 
So I get in and I'm already pissed. I'm already annoyed at this shit. And I'm fourth in line. And the dude that's waiting for his package, he's arguing with the guy behind the fucking window. Because the guy behind the window is a dick. And everyone argued with this guy before me. Everyone. This guy was like, yo, I just moved. He's like, here's my ID. And the guy's like, yo, the package doesn't match. I can't give it to you. And he's like, but you have it, right? Uh, and he's like, yeah. So the guy's like, can you update the information? I have the I have the paperwork that showed I moved. The UPS guy was like, nah. Like, I'm not doing yeah. nothing for you. So the guy's like, fuck you. And he leaves. Then the next dude, <laughs> the next dude's like, yo, you have my package back there. And the guy's like, yeah, let me check. So he goes back there. And like 30 minutes later, he comes back. And he's like, he was like, nah. He's like, I didn't find it. So the so the dude's like, yo, it says right here that you have my package. And he's he, like, he took, he took a coffee break back there. He sat down, had yo, a drink. Yo, he probably did. He but hit that... him with the. <laughs> he, hit him with, he said, "You have my package." He says, "Sir, I don't have your package. UPS has your package." <laughs> and I'm like, this motherfucker. Now I know he's a fucking snarky dickhead. So I'm so when I when it's my turn. I you said, hey, ready for it? Yeah, so I go, hey, how's it going, man? And he goes, tracking number. And he passes me a piece of paper, right? So, like, it's a little sticker. And the sticker, even if you write small, you have to write it in a line and then go to a second line because the sticker is really small and the UPS tracking number is mad big. So he goes, tracking number. So I'm like, all right, this motherfucker. So I start, I- I'm looking at my phone and my glasses are in the car. So I'm fucking, like, zooming in. And I'm trying to write this shit. It was mad blurry. So I, I write whatever I could and I give it to him. And then he's like, uh, he goes away, comes back like five minutes later. He goes, you're missing three numbers. So I said, okay. I was like, can you tell me which numbers? And I, I turned my phone to him. And he's like, I can't look at your phone or take your phone. Company policy. Write the tracking, please. And I'm like, I don't have my glasses. I'm, I'm trying my best here. And he was like, you're going to have to step out of line. Um, to and let the next person go, and I was like, were no, I'm people, not. Were there, there, was people people, there was two people after me, but I was like, yo, no, I'm not. I waited here 35 minutes, 40 minutes already. I'm not getting. And out you of take the line. like 50 minutes to do one yeah. thing. I was like, I'm not getting out the line. So I took a screenshot of it, and I I get to I zoomed in way more, and I fucking fixed the the tracking, and I give it to him, and then he goes back to find my shit. And he comes over and he and he he goes to give me the fucking you know the signy thing. He's and like he goes, there are restrictions on this package. <laughs> no, he, goes, he looks at it. He goes, "Oh, your ID, the apartment number doesn't match the box." Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, I was like, I own the building. This is our building. There is no apartment numbers. Don't worry about that." He's like, "Yeah, but your ID says one, and this package says it doesn't have one." And I was like, yeah, that's the problem that the Sprint website cut off the, the apartment number. And like he took this long pause and I was like, damn, I'm going to have to curse this dude out. And he goes, all right, you know what? It, it's good. So he, he he lets me sign the thingy and then he gives me the fucking package. And then he goes, there's, I, there's a dick in it. And I was like, all right, man, ha- have a good day. And he was like, yeah, whatever. And he literally walked away. <laughs> and Yo. I'm not going to lie. I took the energy outside. Cause I started walking directly to the car, and the guy was like, "Yo, yo, the re- the yellow road." I was like, "Yo, suck my dick!" And I kept walking because I yo. was so I had to take it out on somebody, uh, and I just kept dude. walking. He's like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> the, like, the first guy, dude, the first dude. guy, when he was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, your mom's up next, bro. What's up?" Like, the fucking like, yellow uh, road, bro. You got like, dude, you got you got it's like, uh, it, you know, like when you go to a bank, you got to walk through the rope. Instead of just walking right up to the teller when oh. nobody's online, bro. Dude, that shit is annoying. I had to bring, because when we moved over here, my ID still says my previous oh, address. Oh, okay. Damn. So you and had to one No, no, no. I had, to, I had to bring the lease. I had to bring the lease. And be, and as a matter of fact, I don't even think I, I was able to pick it up. Where do you do it? Was, oh, you're talking about to pick up a package, not to change your address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I took the lease, and at the end of the day, I couldn't even pick it up because it was in my wife's name. So then <laughs> I hate that too. She had to go up, and I was like, "Hi, right, what time are you guys open to?" 
like five. Okay, she doesn't get home till like whatever time. Are you guys yeah. open on weekends? Yeah, the thing, but limited hours. It's, it's fucking stupid. I think I think the ironic thing about all of that and the way that our mail system doesn't make a lot of sense because they're working when we're working, which it seems is fucking ass and backwards. Counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Uh, like, oh, we close at five. Most people get out of work around five, give or take, just as a generalization. So it's like, oh, and then on Saturdays you have limited time. They should be working late into the evening. Their shift should start at like, you know, they should have like a stagger shift, shifts in the morning from, you know, like 5 a.m. to 12 and then 12 to whatever, like something like that. To I mean, count about yeah, it, at least to I keep completely it open agree. later. O- open until like at least seven. At least. Open until seven. Because, like you said, people get out at 5, and you're still going to be busy. And my thing with them is that they take their sweet time. Bro. Like, it's... Like, I understand your warehouse is huge, whatever. Like, if if I'm going to go... Like, if I'm looking for a package, like, I get it. It takes time. But not no, like, 5, 10 minutes. Or at least, I wouldn't mind it if you come back and are like, yo, I'm still looking for it, you know bear with me right or something like that that that's Bro. my biggest issue with with all these types of services even when people put you on hold and it's like they put you on hold for like three to five minutes and they never fucking come back Dude. and it's like yo did you forget about me or what you you ever you ever go to a place and see their process and instantly go man i could fix this shit like <laughs> yeah, i'm looking at this dude's process and i'm like yo i would fucking get the you know the um, uh, uh, French fry, do you know what it is? The fucking, you know, the clear luggage tags? Yeah. Like those clear things that you can slide a card in? Yo, write down the tracking and put your ID in this thing. And fucking do that for the whole line. And then take all them shits, come back, start giving out motherfuckers' packages. But this dude was doing one at a time, which made it even worse. And he, the, mad. he was already upset because the first dude was giving him shit because the first dude was a fucking hood guy, and he wants his package, so he kept, like, banging on the door. He's like, yo, where you at, my man? So he was already being a dick. So I understand. I would Like, I, I, I get the whole premise of him being a, you know, asshole, but, yo, my back is fucked up. I was standing there for almost 50 minutes. Like, I, I mean, left work thing- early and still got home at 5.15. My thing with them, too, is, like, if you see it getting packed... Yo, put somebody else up in there. Why they only ever have like one person there? There was two other guys in In the the other area. No, you know the area where they ship packages? There was two dudes there, no customers. Motherfucker was listening to the radio. And I'm like, yo, why are you not helping? It's a nice job. I don't get paid for that. Yeah, and, and I don't get paid for... Yo, suck my dick. That's it. <laughs> That's my response, yo. Yo, follow I, your little bit of world, son. That's it. Oh, my God. That guy... And then what's funny, so I was like, yo, just suck my dick. And then he was like, oh, come on. Like, he put his hands up like, come on. <laughs> no, like, come on. Let's he, go. He, he, yeah. went he, he went home and he was like, damn. That guy told me to suck his dick. Yo, I don't give a and fuck, I, man. I, and I missed the opportunity. I, I was going to tell so the lady... Mad. I was gonna tell the lady today to fucking like eat my ass, cause I went to go get a a drug screening for for this job coming up. So I went, and then the whole hoopla started earlier in the week when they contacted me. They was like, "Oh, we set up the appointment for you." This is more fucked up than mine. <laughs> <laughs> they set up the. They, I've been talking to two ladies. One lady was the first lady. She's been helping me, you know, process paperwork, get the job. And whatnot, you know, running me through everything. And then the second lady messages me. She's like, okay, we, we set you up an appointment for the drug screening. It's in New Jersey. And I'm like, uh, New Jersey. I'm like, uh, did you know where I live? And she was, I was like, yo, that's far away. Cause like, you know, you gotta go through, you gotta go over the bridge, through Midtown, through the fucking tunnel to get to the place. He knows where Jersey is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's for the people at home, Bobby. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Because you got to take, you got to take the fucking, you got to take the tunnel. You can't take, uh, you got to take a plane, then a train. <laughs> for that one so guy we got in Russia listening to us? Yes. Uh, so I'm, I message her and I'm like, yo, that's 11 miles. She says, I message her, I'm like, yo, uh, that's far from my house. Is there any other option, anything local? She says, it's only 11 miles from your house. And I was like, "Yo, I don't know what I don't know what country miles are to you." Where, where's the Where's the job at? 
it's at uh, Mikaba. I'm gonna be over there for uh, theoretically for a little while. But where, where, but where they are they located? No, the, the the recruiting. Yeah, but the the it's a recruiting agency I'm going through. So okay. the the two women I'm speaking to both reside in different states. They're not even fucking connected. So the second day she was just like, oh, it's only 11 miles. I'm like, yo, this is New York. That's in another state, bro. I have to go there. So she wouldn't like, she wouldn't budge. So at one point I was just like, all right, I guess I'm not getting this job. Cause I don't have any real way to get over there. But Uber was like a hundred dollars. And you know, that's, that's about to shift and change. And it could take you at least an hour or two to get through to the, through the tunnel. Yeah. Ridiculous. So I spoke to the first lady and I was like, yo, do I got any other options here? Like, you know, I, I'm like, I live in, I live in Brooklyn. I live in New York, bro. If we if we can't find another place that can do a drug test around here, we got ourselves a problem. So especially with all the like, drugs we got. Yeah, she was like, all right, let me let me let me let me see. So then she gets back to me. She was like, all right, I'll talk to my manager, whatever. So the second lady emails me back. She's like, oh, here's a number. Call this number, and you can set up your own appointment. And I was just like. Oh, okay. Why can't they do that from the beginning? <laughs> don't know. So I call it. I speak to some person. I'm like, all right, this is my info. They're like, oh, there's a place on Fresh Pond Road, uh, right across <laughs> the street from uh, right across the street from the Wendy's, uh, where the Blockbuster used to be, in that little mini strip mall. Triple threat. Right there. Uh, yes, right there. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. And then I go, send me an email, send me confirmation. I go there. And I talk to the person behind the counter. I'm like, oh, I'm here for an appointment. But she's like, all right, let's go. So go to the back. After I chugged fucking like five cups of water, and I drank so much water that I was like, I feel like I'm gonna barf this water. I started pissing out. And I go to the back, and then she's like, okay, what's the number in the email? So I read off the number. She was like, no, that didn't work. I was like, all right, what about this number? You know, there's a couple of numbers. She was like, no, that don't work. So she's like, let me see the phone. So I gave her the phone, and then she's uh, she punches the number in, and it doesn't work. So she's like, okay, you have to come back. You have to come back another day because this expired. Because you only get a couple of days to do it. You only have you know, a set amount of time. So I'm like, yeah, I kind of need this done today. So I go outside. I call the place. I'm like, yo, they said my number's expired. The lady was like, okay, what's what's the number in your email? I read it off. She's like, no, that number's still good. Well, I'm on the phone. <laughs> I go back to the lady. I'm like, yo, this lady on the phone says this number's good. She was like, it didn't work. I was I was like, yo, let them fight. <laughs> I was like, I was like, can you try it again? She says it's good. She takes the phone again from me, punches it in, and it goes through. And I was just like, there it is. Look at that. And I was just like, yeah, you. Now, now I can see if I read it wrong or something. You took the phone from me to punch the number in, and you still punched it in wrong. It's because so, you got a Google phone, bro. I guess. Yeah, I have a phone. Yeah, at, at, at least I could get my fucking phone, though. I'm like, this fucking Hey, phone. I got my phone now. <laughs> I didn't open the box yet, but I got it. So then I, I got a... She's, I'm, I go... She opens the door for the bathroom. And she was like... Oh, she was like, okay. She was like, after you fill the cup, don't flush the toilet. Don't wash your hands. Don't turn on the water. I'm like, what? Yeah, she was like, if you do any of those things, you fail. Yeah, it's a drug test. <laughs> I was like... like you want to watch me fill the cup too, lady? You want to you want to come in here? Wanna, if, if you oh, was a criminal, you wanna, yes. <laughs> you want to hold the cup so I can I can aim at it a little bit better? And then I'm working this cup, and this is not an easy task for me. I'm a big-ass motherfucker. It's pissing in the cup. <laughs> Let's just say the cup almost spilled over. <laughs> That's how I know you got a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was chill, it was chilly out there today. Uh, what's and, funny is that I... I uh, fence rider might remember this, but in in Wayne's brothers, uh, pops goes to the doctor, and uh, the, the you know his son's thinking he's dying, and he just had hemorrhoids, but he goes to the doctor, and they put <laughs> he puts the cup on the counter, and he's like, all right, go in the other room and fill this cup up, and he's like, doc, I don't know, I, I ain't as young as I used to be, uh, I don't think I can make that shot. And he's like, what? He's like, well, in my younger days, you give me a 40 and I tear that cup up because he's talking about pissing from the other room yeah. to the cup. And then he's like, all right, just give me a stool or give me a stepladder and, a, <laughs> and I'm going to try it out. And he's like, tell him he's going to fucking try it out, uh, pissing from the other room. So but, then after yeah. I fill the cup, I know it gets weirder because then I open the door and she's standing there like she's listening in. So I'm like, all yeah. right. So I hand her the cup. Which is now brimming with my piss. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking foamed up. Wait, and you couldn't, 
Wait, you didn't put a lid on it or anything? She gave me a lid. She gave me like a cup with like a with like a pour spout on it. Almost, yeah. you know, like that. So she takes the cup right from my hand. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, she got gloves. She's gloved up oh, and ready. Okay, okay, okay. And then she walks away with it, grabs a little container with like a top. And she's like, book. And then she fills it mm-hmm. up to the thing, closes it, and then hands me back the cup with the rest of the piss in it. And, and she's, she's like, okay, like, now you can dispose of it. Yeah. yeah, she's like, she's like, dump that down the drain and throw the cup in the in the garbage. And I was just like, throw the cup in the garbage. It's like, we got no Whoa. biohazard over here. I was like, yeah. All right. and then it's uh, so not biohazard. It's piss. <laughs> Hey man, yeah, but I, usually they wouldn't let you just throw. Yeah, it in the, usually you would think that you would think there would be a more disposable thing of that nature. No, so when, when I did it the first time, it was uh, the they, well, the first time I did it, it they, the cup had a lid, like they you know I closed it and I gave it to them and they were like, okay, cool, bye. And the next one they did that similar to where it's like, oh, let me dump this in and then here throw they they're they said throw the uh the pee in the toilet and then throw the cup out. See, if you would have went to Jersey, they would have held it for you. They would have given you a nice massage. I saw. Yeah. Yo, hey, then, you should have gave it a cup and be like, it's a good year. <laughs> it's, good, it's good vintage. Get it while it's warm. Yeah. And then she closes it and she puts like the sticker on it and she's like, you know, signs it. And she's like, here, put your initials on it. She was like, but don't press too hard. And, and that just makes me think like, yo. Somebody try and sign a vial of piss and puncture the fucking piss with the pen. <laughs> and, Any and caution I, is there because it happened. <laughs> exactly. And I'm there all fucking gingerly trying to write that shit down, my fucking initials. And then I give it to her. And then the worst part is when I took it in my hand, it was so warm. <laughs> it was warm. It was, it was just like... So we learned, we learned a lot today. The fence rider needed to, a lease to try to fucking get his package, and that didn't work. UPS oh, oh, yeah. sucks. For me. And Hater got a little pee-pee. Because <laughs> he couldn't get in the cup. <laughs> uh, the, some of the other stuff we had this week. The the random shit. Which actually, let's... Well, he was doing magic? I, I, I couldn't tell what she was doing. Uh, let's, uh, let's skip some of the stuff. Let's talk about uh, Invincible. Let, let's, let's talk about it. Because it's uh, we already talked for 40 minutes. Um, yeah, show was fire. Amazon so I, puts out good shows, man. Have you guys ever read the comic? No, I've only heard about uh, stuff from the comic. Okay, cool. Uh, so, so then, we're all reviewing the show, not the comic and yeah. the show. Yeah. The the only thing I ever really heard about the con the way when I was reading the Amazon captions on the side, they talked about like some of the events in the comic were condensed and changed, and certain characters were also changed upon as well. Uh, to help the story arc. Uh, the only thing I know about the comic is the ending. That's it. So, so like some the of the ending, ending. Yeah, or this ending. No, the ending of the comic book. The the series runs for like I think about uh, a couple hundred issues, and like the last yeah. the last story arc is like, oh, Epic. yeah, the the father comes back. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, the fucking comic's nah. like ten years old already. So and also, I would assume that they know about would come back. <laughs> I mean, he definitely didn't seem he yeah. wasn't he wasn't no bitch, but uh, yo, Omni Man is fire. Right, yo, so, that's Superman. That's basically Superman. With a Fuck nice all that mother, up. like a knight with a good mustache. Uh, so looking at so I found this um this website uh, Looper, and they they mentioned some of the differences in the comic and like comic versus the show. And how how number one is how Invincible gets his code name. So for one thing, he chooses an adjective, and it's as if Clark Kent protected Metropolis as super. For another, considering how often Invincible finds himself hospitalized, there's a fair bit of irony attached to the name. So I'm not going to read all of them, but one of the one of the ones that stuck out that I looked at the list. It says Amazon's Invincible animated series gives fans a lot more diversity than the comic, which that's very true. Um, well, that's the, pretty cool because um, in the book you had, I mean, in the in the show, you had uh, female characters, you had black characters. Yeah, strong um, female characters too, not just like yeah, the, yeah, not the damsel. Yeah. yeah. Not, not just that, but I also think the show... I think where, where, the, where the show is able to succeed is since it's eight episodes at like 45 minutes uh, plus, give or take a pop, yeah. 
that they're able to condense more story into that. Where like when you read like okay, so that you read the, the, a comic and the comic that story arc is like six issues, you know, it's kind of like as opposed to it just being like working, you know, it, it meets characters. You don't know every Superman friend, you know, Superman. You got Jimmy Olsen, the uh, the editor, his wife, a couple other people, but it's hard to really dig into them and still get good story out of them. So I think this gave really good writing where they have a chance to like explore more as opposed to like. You know, Superman comes in, Invincible pops up, got to save the day, but bang through the story as opposed to, you know, the show gives you a little more time to, to, and, to adapt and, to characters. And, and also the they had a really good cast. I mean, I think the actors, I, I know it's voice acting and it's um some people might not think like you have to, might, might not think like it that takes a lot. That still counts. <laughs> yeah, but that shit counts. Like all those actors like really brought out those characters. Yeah, you I did, did, some, did you some, notice? Go ahead. Huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. I finish because I'm gonna try to keep raffling off stuff from this list. Because uh, I was gonna say the guy that played Omni Man, uh, uh, Jonah John Jonah Jameson. Uh, that guy, I forgot his fucking name. Yeah. Commissioner um, Gordon. Yeah, he. You notice that he never actually raised his voice, even when he talked louder. Like his voice, like was always like this real, like dull tone. Because even at the end of it. Like the voice acting, he doesn't like when he's he at the last. J.K. Simmons. Yes, he's yelling. He's yelling at the sun, but his voice never goes beyond a certain register. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, when somebody's yelling, you know they're yelling. But yeah. it was like the way they took his voice and expanded it through the through the sound editing. Yeah, like, like it still came off like, as powerful. Yeah, like in 300 when he does that, like he's like you know when he's like Spartans, but he doesn't yell, but you hear that boom, you hear it? And I thought that was really cool, a really cool way to affect, because it's like that whole time, you never see that dude get mad. The Omni-Man, he's, he doesn't get mad for nothing. I mean, you only see him uh, probably get up to like maybe it. once or twice. Uh, no, and also... Um, I'm was, mad, like pissed. <laughs> there was another part, too. Oh, fuck. Uh, I can't remember it, but I remember his eyes like getting like... Like raw, like motherfuckers. He got his eye. He got his eyes gouged by uh, the immortal guy. The immortal guy gouged his eyes out, which I think was a great way to set it up because to like show that he was mad and losing his shit like that. You know, because obviously that wouldn't happen normally. Because obviously the guy's fucking pretty, pretty invincible. Uh, What's the next one on the list? Uh, the uh, what? What was the last one? I just oh, the diversity. Um, this one says a bloody scene in Invincible is much different in the comics. So they're they're referring to uh, the Omni Man kills all but one of the guardians while moving so quickly that not even the sole survival, the immortal, is able to identify the murderer. It says once Omni Man reveals himself, the immortal exclaims, "You, I never liked you," and Omni Man beheads the immortal with a single strike and answers, "The feeling was mutual." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dope. <laughs> I think I, uh, I, I appreciate that for the comic book, but seeing him deliver like grade A whoopings and then fighting back was also a cool a cool yo, his thing. his karate yeah. chop shit. Yo, he was fire. He he beats out uh reverse flash, the fucking the karate yeah. chop in reverse flash. Yo, him and the and the fucking Cleveland Indians, they they all in top three <laughs> chops of all time. I, no, I, I think one of the best ones that had me was when he was in like the second to last episode. He goes home, but his wife's not there, and the invisible troopers like jump him. Yeah. And and there was the last guy that turned around to try to run, and it, like he hauled off and slapped him. And he gets, and then it cuts to outside in the street. He gets blown out of the house, and the guy's body is twisted around. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that that was it." There, so he's like, "That's slap him, slap him." Fetch Rider, go ahead. I was gonna say, but that that fight when he fights the um, I forgot what they were called. Blue uh, Lake Justice League. Let's just call it. Yeah, yeah, the fake the fake Justice League. Guardians um, of the Globe. Guardians of the Globe. When he fought them, like, and that was in the first episode. That was crazy way to the start the, the fucking anime. Hell yeah. That's true. Because you, you actually see like Omni-Man's power and how much like he he kind of holds back. Yeah. He, he holds back throughout the entire series except for like a, a couple moments, right? And even even the second time I would say that he doesn't hold back is probably when he fights uh, Immortal again or his son. But even then, he probably does hold back against his son. I think he was holding him back against the sun the, the whole time because he could have just snapped him in half. Because even if the kid is like really strong, really powerful, he definitely not the. 
He's not as invincible <laughs> as his dad. Yeah, no, he, he definitely doesn't share that trait. Maybe against normal. What, what, what I did like is how Omni-Man, he fucked up the, the fake Justice League, but, like, he still got hurt. Yeah. You know, I thought that was cool because it's like you're not invincible. Like, you can still get fucked up. And the way they did it where everyone fought him and he kind of, like, went at them, each of them, like, strategically, like, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think it's one of those things that also, like, he to show that he's not invincible because, like, on the comic book, if he's zipping around faster than they can see him, it makes it too much, right? as opposed to, you know, he had to really fight them and they could beat the bricks off of him if they had an opportunity to do so. The, the, the beginning, so, like, I... It took me a while to watch this show. So I, I saw the trailer, you know, when it first came out. I honestly didn't – I wasn't hooked at all from the trailer. Uh, sometimes it's it's tough for me to get into – can you hear me? Animation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's hard not to get into animation but serious animation. Like comedy stuff, cool. Like Rick and Morty, shit like that. Like I'm all in. Um, but when it comes to stuff like this, eh, I, I wasn't sold to be honest. Uh, but when I saw the first episode, what's funny about it is that I was so excited to see all the different superhero powers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not generic. They're, like, random. Like, random as fuck. Some of them are, like, mishmash, mishmash of different Justice League or different Marvel characters. So I was, like, really excited about it. And then they fucking get all get murked. And I'm like, okay, like, what the fuck? He ha- Then, like, that's when the hook got you because I'm like, wait... He's under like mind control or something because you're not gonna assume, you know, that's his character. You're you're just like, wait, he's the good guy, like he's he's the dad. He's you know heartwarming, fucking feel, uh, feel the dream shit, and the you know I'm like he 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 killed all of them for either a reason or he's mind controlled or something. Uh, I, but you know, I I definitely I even like bootleg Hellboy. Like he was like Constantine Hellboy mixed together. Like I I love the characters. That that intro reminded me of uh, uh, Earth 2 comic book from DC, like the first issue, like in a, in a uh, rebooted run recently. The first issue is Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman fighting uh, fighting against uh, Apocalypse. Uh, Darkseid, you know, they're coming to Earth, they're going to take over. And the comic book ends with the three of them dying and sacrificing themselves to stop him. And I was just like, fucking really, bro? And then, like, the second issue kicks in, like, some years later, and there's, like, new superheroes and stuff like that, and I was just like, huh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, it, it, they definitely, after that first episode, you wanted it. You were like, whoa. I, I, the next thing on the list, well, before we get to the next thing, the one thing that was, uh, what I think a lot of shows, or mostly animated shows, uh, kind of, they kind of lose me, is that their, their secondary story is never as appealing as the like the main story. Um, so like that, uh, what was the black dude's name? I, I can't remember. Like uh, he was like kind of uh, like Luke Cage almost style. Oh, the oh the, the one who took over. Um, I can't uh, remember his fucking name. Sorry. He got he got he gets his power back in the last step. Like, yeah, but like the the his story. Oh, that guy. Oh, his I story think you're arc, about the one who became the boss. Oh him! Yeah, the, yeah, the, the guy who becomes the boss. He when, oh, when uh, the rock, he, rock face guy. Yeah, he he yeah. works for people and uh, he works for them and all that shit. Titan, I think his name was. They called him Titan. But like that dude, like his story, yeah, like man. I thought it was very interesting. You know, it kind of it kind of reminded me of of Luke Cage, kind of mixed with like uh, yeah. the Black Panther style, uh, like storytelling. But I was it, w- watching that story, like I kind of. you kind of get hooked on both stories. Like normally it's like, all right, bro, like shut up already. Let's get to the, let's get to the meat. Fuck the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I I, I was very uh, pleasantly surprised with, with those stories. And I was surprised and like happy about, dude, the superheroes getting a fucking ass kicked. Like I'm tired of watching shows. Like when you watch justice league or Avengers, it's very rare that they're going to get their ass kicked. And that that's why, like, uh, when Thanos fucked them up, that's why that was such a powerful movie. Because we're not used to seeing good guys lose or even just get their ass whipped. Like, you get a bullshit all-is-lost moment, but 
you knowing the comic or knowing the story or knowing that there's a trailer for the next movie ahead, you're you're you never feel like the all is lost is actually real. So they really got yeah. their ass kicked in this shit, you know, when, especially when they were fighting those aliens and the aliens kept going away and coming back. Like, I love that because now it's like, yo, the aliens are evolving and or the Martians or whatever, they're evolving and they're going to fucking kill you now. Like, it it wasn't just we swoop in and I'm Superboy and I'm cool. And it wasn't like that. It was like, yo, you're getting your fucking ass kicked. When yo, he, and my when, man, when he went through to oh, their yeah. world, yo, and fucked them up, he was like, don't ever come back. Yeah, <laughs> no, not even. Was... He was he's like, I'm not even giving you the option. And he killed every motherfucker. And then he comes he back with like a gray hair or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think... And then he comes back with like gray hair. Like I think more yeah, because their their time is uh, different. That's yeah, it moves faster. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. I uh, I I think that I think the problem with that is in in it depends on the comic books, because in comic books I think it's easy to get away with telling a story where the heroes lose and everything gets fucked up, and in the movies, you know, it, that's much harder. To, it's much harder because you know, obviously in a comic book you can reset it. Because there there have been some good Justice League comic books where like you they flash forward to a future where it's fucked beyond all belief. You know what I'm saying? Or entirely in, in the last episode, in the last issue of uh, before they reset the continuity, like another year ago, uh, Death Metal was the end of the universe, and literally, like the universe went up in fucking flames, like it went, it went down. So I think that's I think that's a little bit easier trope to tell in a in a, in a comic book format than it is to bring to to the live screen. Uh, um, but uh, but uh, I, I think it, I think you might say it's easier just because we haven't seen it enough. But I definitely think it's doable, and seeing our superheroes lose or die—no, not I just lose, get their ass yeah, whooped. <laughs> yeah, get their ass whooped. I to think the point where you good. feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's—I think it's a—it's a good change. It's a good taste, and and what I like with what the industry has been doing is they've been doing the anti-heroes. They've been doing yeah. things from like villain perspectives. They've been doing like uh, you know superheroes not always winning because it's 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 impossible it's impossible for you to constantly win unless you're like Superman right because Superman is probably the only dude in in comic book history who can actually never lose and they just find some way for him to lose or whatever or and look like, how boring that is a lot of the time. And, and I mean, yeah, it, and it could be considered boring. He did get beaten to death by Doomsday. <laughs> Oh no, he he did. But what I'm saying though, that's like if you think about when it, it it comes down to you're only as good as you know you're you know that you're only as good as your last like victory or whatever. With Superman, nobody counts his one or two losses. Like everyone looks at Superman as like the guy. Like that that's the dude like that. Super. Yeah, no he's matter what, like... he's gonna fucking win. Like in, in any any movie or. You know, when, when he's fighting Zod and Man of Steel, like, do you ever really think anything else is going to happen? Granted, when he fucking snaps the neck, yeah, that was a shocker. But when it comes to, like, that kind of style film, you know, I, Iron Man's not going to lose in Iron Man 1 <laughs> or that, 2. That, that, that's what I'm saying. That, that's, what I'm saying. I, I, that's why I think that's an easier medium or an easier story arc to run in, in a comic book than it is in a live screen. Not that I don't want to see that in live action. In a, in a recent uh, comic book series called Deceased, where the anti-life equation takes over Earth and people start becoming like fucking like kind of like zombies, but not the fucking flesh-eating zombies, uh, brain-eating zombies. Superman gets infected and he 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 fucking takes off and flies himself into the sun to try to kill himself because he knows that if if he stays infected, he's just gonna he's gonna annihilate okay, everybody right. that's left. So I, that's why I think it, it depends on. The, the the stories and the writing which that's because then you know at the end of that it, that's like a one-off set of comics it doesn't matter anymore but as opposed to you know getting characters to lose i think it's a little bit easier right because it's easy to reset your continuity every couple of years superman died like five years ago in comic books uh by kryptonite poisoning uh, he was shot in the chest with a kryptonite bullet and he essentially just fucking he disintegrated his whole body went up uh that was the new 52 superman so he died so, you know what I'm saying? Even though, don't get me wrong, Superman is the one, but, you know. Do, do you guys think, uh, one thing I will say about Invincible, I know it's a lot of, I don't want to say copycat or plagiarizing, or it's, it's it's taking superheroes that we know and love and kind of telling the story from a different perspective. 
but it was also um, a breath of fresh air because these were new heroes and yep. new characters. And I think that's also to, to, to go with what you were saying, Hater. It's difficult to do it with, uh, to bring it on live screen when you're using characters that you already know. Right, but if you take characters like say Invincible, right, and you end up killing him off, let's just say in the next season or whatever, by his father, like I think you have it has great potential there. I mean, I know a lot of people might not like it because they're all pro hero, you know, save it's the day and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and it's also called Invincible. I mean, this, this is probably not the best example, but let's just say they create other characters, and I know you guys said that this is like five, ten years old already. But let's say you create other characters, bring them on to to like these these one or two season shows, and like you have them lose, have them do the ultimate sacrifice, and don't bring them back. Like I yeah. think that's dope. I think I think it, I, I think it just makes you fall in love with a character a lot more. I, I also think the the way they started the show, like it, it already put you on edge. Like I, I I think that's why it hooked so many people. Like I I am now like I'm going like I want to go back and read comics of it because I that beginning that first or second episode where you see all that damage happen so fast it's like holy shit like they literally make you like these characters really quickly and then they're like all right we're gonna just kill them and I think that's it's the Game of Thrones effect yeah it's the and, Game of and, effect. and that's very rare to to find a show like I I would love to see this live action. Like I know they showed um, images of uh, Henry Cavill as Omni Man, but I wouldn't cast him as Omni Man to be honest. Nah, uh, too I, would, I, I would do the comedian. So Jeffrey D. Morgan is a good one, or I would do John Hamm uh, because he yeah, John he, Hamm. he looks like I'll him. I would do um, uh, 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 Jay Magniello or Ma- Mag Joe Magni Magniello. Yeah, I, yeah, I, him. I, I saw I'll do him. Too. I just don't know if he has the he, he to me he's like um discount fucking Jason Momoa. Like his, his characters are very similar to each other. Uh that, yeah, but I think he played? I think he has range though. He's the one that's gonna play um uh Deathshot? No, not Deathshot. He's Even the guy that played Deathstroke in the Arrow TV series, he had he has a good look for that too. I, I think the kid who plays Beast Boy Maybe he can be uh, the kid who plays Beast Boy in the show. I saw that him in Titans. In Titans, yeah, I, I saw him as as a cast. But like, I I definitely wouldn't mind as this what, going as, uh, as, as Omni Man or as no, Invincible. As a, the kid is Invincible because uh, he's he's kind of scrawny but also like kind of buff. Um, but I definitely would not mind seeing this like with the gore. Like I would love Yo. to see this in like like, uh, like the boys. Yeah, like yes. if they shot it like that, like I, because I, I feel like this is the animated version of the boys, where because the animated version you really can't, um, you really can't get, a, you could get away with a lot more shit in the animated version, and I think the boys is uh, what's the other show? Um, uh, the boys is the one with the uh, the other, the with Homelander, right? With, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if if they made it like. I think the animated show you could get get away with a lot, but the boys is kind of teaching you that, like it's possible to do some of this stuff live action, and you know with, with the way a lot of the movies that we watch now, like I see the the movies are getting like a lot more bloody, uh, if that makes sense. But I would film this almost like Into the Badlands, like where the blood is there, but it's not as it, I don't know. It, it's almost like comic movie blood, and I think that's a way to get through all so of this. Like, like you don't, like you don't want to get to saw blood. Yeah, because I, like I think saw. I don't want people to turn away. Like, granted, I would love that because I love saw. I would love if they're literally like covered in blood after fucking murdering somebody. It, no, but, yeah, I, but, but like, like, uh, like the opening scene with a train running through the girl in the boys. <laughs> yeah, like that that was like that. That, that was. That was brutal, but it's good. Or when he blew up um that invisible guy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I think I think of all of it, the the best I think the best scene that that stood out the craziest was when he was holding him. Omni was holding invincible and through the train 
he was holding him in front of him and letting the train just truck through them and I was just he started he was just exploding on him and I was oh. just like I, I saw this uh, meme Whoa. where it was like every superhero needs a, a train and th- uh, him going through the train meme. I put that up, whatever. Oh, oh <laughs> well, technically, we, we put that up. We put that uh, up. But the, he, said, he said he's sorry. He didn't say he posted it. What, no, I didn't say he posted either. Uh, what's funny is that I I just looked at a fan casting and they have Jeffrey D. Morgan as the as the immortal. That I could see, I, like looking I, at yeah, them side by side, like that's a, a that I think he would. I could see him better as that character than the other, um, than the other dude. The, Only- uh, another good cast they had, which for voice I think it works. Um, the guy who plays Vision, the Tom Tom, yeah. Tom Bentley, Tim Paul, Bentley. Paul Beatty or whatever, but, but that dude, either him or the guy who voices uh, Isaac on Orville can play robot. And That's, then uh, Zachary Quinto. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, Spock, whoever voiced him, they were saying Paul, the the dude who plays Vision, and maybe Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown as Monster Girl. Um, I think Which, those are decent, uh, decent castings. I feel like her power, like I understand what her power is, but if that was my power, why would I be using my power? That and uh, unless I don't know, <clears throat> unless she keeps into, even though she keeps reducing her age every time she uses her power. Unless they say she doesn't use her power for 10 years, she'll get 10 years older. Then maybe she's got a little bit of mortality on her side. But I totally would not be using my powers knowing full well that it only goes one way. Yeah. I yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, Steve, what, uh, I mean, uh, fanboy, what's the name of that um, captain in, I think it was NYPD Blue or one of those shows? Um, he was Monica's boyfriend. Tom Selleck? Yeah, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, yeah. I think. He's too he, old though he, now. Yeah, he might be, but I don't know if he can. He might be able to get into shape, man. I don't know how old he is. No, he's like no, in his seventies, like, I think. No, oh, yeah, he's oh, old, fuck, he's older than that. Yeah. Like, you, you Omni Man? He was in. Yeah. Uh, he, he was in Magnum PI. He was already. He was he's already seventy six. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Right. No, but that that's why I picked. I figured uh, John Hamm or like even like if you think about Henry Cavill with the mustache that he used in Mission Impossible. It does kind of fit. Like, I, like I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Too, I wouldn't want he's it. He's too young. He's too young. Yeah, I, but he's, I also wouldn't want it because I feel like Henry Cavill is falling into the same realm that Tom Holland fell into like three years ago, where everyone and their mother keeps casting him as something. Where they're like, he could be Hercules in Marvel. He could be fucking Highlander. He could be this, and it's like, bro, his buff ass should not be Highlander. Like, I'm sorry. Like he. Maybe you know, uh, maybe 007 if they were going British or uh, not British, like cool. But I don't, I don't see him as a lot of the characters that he gets cast casted as. He's, he's in the running. Uh, he's in the running for He Man uh, against yeah, Thor. Yeah, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see Thor. I, I definitely see Thor. Yeah. Thor more uh, being a better He Man. But the, I think Henry Cavill he could be a lot more just. He could be. A, I think he could get away with being Omni Man. I wonder if people out there put take that picture of Superman, the you know, one of those photo shots, and yeah. put his head on the Omni Man body because you could totally do his suit great, just like the Superman suit. Give yeah. that oh, same yeah. texture. Look. I mean, he they they did. Did. He, has the, he has the body for it. It's just they, like for me, yeah. I feel like he looks. He just looks too young. And for me. I, I don't feel like he has the voice. I, I think that's the problem so, there for me. He's so handsome. <laughs> no, it's the voice. I, I don't think he has the voice like. The, the 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 presence. Yes, I don't think he has it. Like, if you can, it like to me, I think the only other person that I can see playing him would be like Ron Perlman. Like, but his voice, not the person. Not the oh, person. I mean, yeah, yeah like, like that's he, the problem. You need someone that matches the fucking voice. Because even the people we picked, I don't see their voice matching his. Like a uh, J.K. Simmons voice. You, you know what about this guy? Um, um, the guy who played Hellboy, the second guy. I forgot his name. Um, what about him? He might be able to. I mean, if he thins out, but he, I think he's also. No, yeah, like, like, remember, didn't he get like really buff? He got really buff for Hellboy, and I mean, he could probably get the body for it. I feel like he's old enough. You might, uh, you you put some black hair on him with some gray streaks. Get something yeah. like Mister Fantastic going. I think yeah. he could. He might be able to rock it. You know what though? I, I think regardless of the voice thing, because they can either maybe they can manipulate the voice, make it a little bit deeper. But I think that he could also have like a regular voice, like 
uh, Henry Cavill's voice might not necessarily be bad because, like we were talking about in the beginning, he he has dulcet tones the whole movie. You know what I'm saying? His his register rarely ever goes up. So I mean, maybe it needs to be a little bit deeper. But he doesn't have to be like, like he's like he he wasn't like hey he was like hey like he kept it real real baritone. What, what about so, uh what, what about the dude um. Uh, what's that movie that just it's the horror movie that just got a part two, The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. The the actor, the, 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 the one that they said could play Mister Fantastic. Oh, the one from uh, The Office. Yeah, uh, I, I don't mind him. I think he's kind of Jack now. Isn't that Jason? Uh, Jason Q Cusick, uh, Cusick or something like that? No, I don't think I don't. I don't. No, he that's looks, not him. He, His ears, man. His ears. He, he looks no, because he he looks too young. He looks roguishly good. He doesn't have like a stern chin, although they could always do the Captain America chin on him and just. If, if you know, uh, th- there's two people that like, could look like him, but I don't think they have the presence. Is the Doctor House? He definitely could look like Omni Man. Uh, and then what the hell's the uh, Michael Fassbender? Both of those I think can look like Omni Man. I don't know if they would have the the presence to play him, but. I think uh, Michael Fassbender. I, you know, I, I like I like uh, Michael Fassbender a lot. That's a good um, cast. Yeah, the guy who plays House, he could play the uh, he could play the tailor, or they could just get Mark Hamill up in there to play the tailor because that'd be pretty cool. But they need somebody to be snarky, and the guy who plays House, I, I don't know his name offhand. Uh, yeah, uh, something Laurie. Uh, Hugh Laurie. He he got he got snarky in spades, so he would be. Uh, but I, I, what I'm saying, if they make a live action, though, I would love if uh, if if Ron Perlman was the voice of one of the characters. Dude. Like his voice is like I, you just can't you can't beat it. Like he. he but has I mean, that for, voice. for his, I mean, for if in live action for Ron Perlman, he would have to be either Aqua, or whatever. Now, why don't they make the him the, the devil? It's the devil guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Why He's Hellboy yeah. already. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. And then uh, I would think they would. Uh, <clears throat> I was gonna say uh, before that, with the uh, now nah, fuck it, go on. All right. Uh, so the the two the three last things. So I, all of us love this show. I I definitely am excited for a season two. Season two um, yeah. I I eventually want to collect the figures too. They they have uh, they have Omni Man. Oh, they have God. they have Invincible. They have the girl, which I can't remember her name. Adam Eve. Adam Eve, and then they have uh, the character's bloody version, um, the figures. So yeah. I definitely want to collect all five eventually. I just having trouble finding all of them in one spot. Um, um, so what do you guys give it out of five? Because we have to wrap up. I give it a five. And I was going to say for like the, the action, for the cinematography, uh, like for the physical action, they need to get like the dudes who did the choreography like on the raid and then get one of those dudes that did like the blood effects on like Saw. Uh, just for the effect, like uh, Robert, uh, right now Robert Kirkman, uh, the guy that did all the practical shit. Um, he does he does the effects on The Walking Dead. Uh, Greg Nicotero, whoever did the effects on The Walking Dead for the zombies for the blood and shit, get that guy in there to do all the the bloody blow ups because so this way you can see him like actually like grab somebody's head and crush it and like get that real. Or even the, the dude yeah. who did Rambo, <laughs> like when he was exploding heads. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the last thing to go to Florida man the so this one was saved from last week we didn't get to talk about it this was uh I believe you sent me this it says Florida man shoots at another driver after his truck is hit with a banana um, <laughs> it says police say that during the initial investigation it was learned that the shooting was a result of road rage as a result of a continued investigation it was determined that the victim Peter Sala Jr. became involved in a verbal argument with Robert Lewis, both of whom were operating their vehicles southbound. Following the argument, Sala Jr. drove past Lewis, who was seated inside the pickup truck, armed with a handgun. Sala threw a portion of a banana that hit the side of his pickup truck. Police say that at the time, Lewis fired a single round at the passing uh, truck being driven by Sala. As a result of the shooting, you blah blah blah. But apparently, he threw half a banana banana to a gunfight, bro. He threw (laughs) a banana, a half a banana, and then got shot at. That That is, uh, he was saying the other half. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been a serious banana. Like he was just like, damn. uh, Was that a pun or just a? (laughs) Oh, okay. I I thought you got. I I thought you had a better one. Oh. 
he got shot and then peeled off. I thought you were gonna go that direction. I was I was working something peel that uh, he he peeled out his gun. Uh, it was a peeling story. There you uh, go. Uh, don't forget to rate, view, subscribe to Knucklehead's podcast on all platforms. Buy our shit on Teespring. Uh, I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater, and he made like a banana and split. <laughs> no, go. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's make like a tree and leave. Man. <laughs> and I'm the fence rider. You just listen to the best podcast you never heard of.